Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Mosier, Lombardi, and Kane. Presented by Barstool Sportsbook and Ameristar Casino Blackhawk. Scale of 1 to 10, Moj. 10 being the most important game of the regular season, 1 being a nothing game that nobody cares about. Where is this Avs 1 tonight? Ten, ten, this is ten, it, ten, huh? Ten, oh, ten, this ten. isn't a 10. I don't you, feel like yeah, this is a totally 10. You're totally overstating this game. It's not a 10. It's a big game, but it's not a 10. What? That's, Stop it. You didn't listen to the question, did you? I, I, heard, I heard the question. Hush your face and listen to the question. On a scale of 1 to 10... Where is this in terms of the biggest game of the regular season? This is the biggest game of the regular season. How is it not a 10? I don't know if it is. It's not. No, you're, you're, it... It's not the biggest game of the regular season. Oh, it's not? No. What, 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 what was? What is? You, the regular season for this team has become, I, I guess. That's not. You're, 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 you're branching off into a different category. He asked. Is this the biggest game of the regular season on a scale of 1 to 10? What is, I said, yes, it's the biggest game of the regular season. You know what I thought the biggest win of the regular Vic, season Vic, has been? If, no, it, it, the down. win in Toronto. A great win. If you I was going to say that, too, because you just came off a, a, a little stretch where you're getting a little if you bit win tonight, iffy. If you win tonight, that's in the past now. If you win tonight, you're in first place in your division. Uh-huh. Where, yeah, how many days have the Avs been in first place this year? Let's see. They won the opener against Chicago. One? Three. One day. What was the day? October. Say it. Second. Nope. October 15th. Nope. Just go through every day of the calendar. You'll get there. Uh, Come on. What? November 12th, 2022. The Avs were in first place for one day inside the Central. You mean alone in first place? Alone. So what? It's a go. You know what? I don't. I don't even know what you're. You know what? Go back to wherever it is. Because you, you we've lo- already dis- we've already determined the placement of this team doesn't matter. Let me back you up here for a second, okay? But here's what you're not. What do you think they're going to go to the postseason? Oh, we're not first. What do you think the speech is going to be? No, this is this is a great point by a texture here, and I guess you're, you're, this Vic, is. You're, I, you're, I, I contrary, just to be contrary. I'm I, not. No, because I agree with Vic. This is a big game. There's no doubt about it. But this is the difference. Texture says this game is way bigger for Minnesota than it is for us. Of course that's it is. That's the truth. Of course it and is. And that's the – if the Avs lose tonight, like when I think of a game that's a 10, it feels like if you lose, the, the sky is going to feel like it's you falling. Know, here's the deal. When you punch up, it's a big game. When you punch down – and it still feels like you're punching down to a lot of these teams. It does. Yeah, You're the does. defending champ. I know that – they have I a, don't dispute any of that. It's still the biggest game of the regular season because Jared Bednar, what was the goal a month ago that Jared Bednar set for us? Catch Winnipeg. What'd they do? They caught him. And they Fast. put him in the rear put him in the rear view immediately. Mm-hmm. Yep. They've now passed Dallas, who's been in first forever. Now don't get misinformed here. I think 
the Avs desperately want to win, and I want the Avs desperately to win. But in terms of the bigness of the game, right, we become so accustomed to the Avs and the playoffs and those kind of environments and those kind of games that anything else feels small. Okay, fine, but whatever floats your boat, brother, whatever whatever motivates you to play your best hockey, I'm going to watch a hell out of it. Yeah, I'm going to be there tonight. It's a late start, 8 o'clock, national TV. What are you going to do? I'm going to go with my family to the game. You know, those people that, that you live with, that's who I'm going with. Um, the, the way that the Avs have put this together over the last 10 games, power plays back. Mm-hmm. Your top dogs are mm-hmm. playing insanely well. Mm-hmm. You're getting a lot of help from your blue line. And mm-hmm. I mean a lot. Mm-hmm. When you look at the last game, Vic, they had three different defensemen score in this last game that the Avs just went out and played against Anaheim. Now, you can you can chalk that up to, like, Anaheim sucks whatever you want to. It's still, if you're getting that sort of help, secondary scoring from your Mikos and, and mm-hmm. McKinnons, uh, I don't know how many teams can, can beat the Avs. It's very simple. And we pointed it out. You want to see somebody who's really come on strong. I made a comparison. Byram feels a lot like Michael Porter Jr. on the Avs team, where he's a guy that you're really scared he's going to exit the lineup at any given time. But the more that he plays, the more you see that confidence grow. He took seven shots against Anaheim a couple days ago. Seven. Put one in. He is playing at such a high level right now, and I think just scratching the surface of his potential. And now you just kind of await mm. injuries and, and guys to get back in the lineup. We talked to Bednar yesterday. Didn't seem like anybody was super close to coming back who's out right now. No, nobody's super close. Which, that weirds me out, by the way, Moj. There's really not a timeline. He said a lot of these guys don't have a timeline. I'm like, well, there's about two weeks left in the year. So what does that mean? Are we heading into the postseason not having Landeskog and Manson and Frankie and Lekkonen? Like, where are we at with that? How honest is Jared Bednar with us? Very. Then if he says there's no timeline, there's no timeline. I get that. All I'm saying is we're two weeks from this regular season ending. So what do you want? I mean, he's not a... Medicine you mean, doctor? You want me to go freaking witch what? doctor on, wait, on, on wait, wait, what's your what, problem? What the hell's wrong with you? I'm in a homina dominus. I'm in a hyena a What do you want, miracles? Yeah, fly him to the freaking Vatican City and let the Pope come out and, and, and bless him? I am not saying anything that's negative about what Bednar told us. I'm asking a, a simple question. Sounds like you, It sounds like you're calling him a liar. I'm not. What I'm saying is, and this was my fear months ago... Landis God feels a lot Jamal Murray EE from last year. He'll be back in January, mid March. Not quite. Ha- if that's what happens, that's maybe a- postseason. So maybe not postseason at all. What are you going to lay down your sticks if he doesn't show up? I don't know where where you guys are trying to pigeonhole me into a take. I don't know what take it is you're, you're trying to make me say here. I'm all I'm saying is it would be incredibly yeah. disappointing. Not anybody's well, fault. But I'm just saying, we, we've been told we had this carrot dangled out in front of us here, for all season long about Landeskog, and now I don't know the, if he's going to play at all, even the Here's the bitter postseason. truth, and, and this is what's hard to, to stomach, and I get where you're going with this. It would be incredibly difficult, incredibly difficult, for the Avs to defend a cup without 
their captain. That is correct. That's yes. just the that's just the good. That, honest- but that's also the reality, Cater. Yeah. And I dig what you're saying. I mean, you would like everybody to be healthy. Outside of Gabe, everybody will be back, which is great news. Great news. But not having your captain, not having his voice, his hell, his his performance, his play, his big body in front of the cage, yeah. not having him there is going to hurt. That picture I saw yesterday from the from the gala last night where he and uh, somebody took a picture of him and Jokic together. That's the first time I've seen Gabe in months. Like, I've actually physically seen him somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, when I saw him in red at morning skate, what is it, a week and a half ago, whatever it was, that's the first time that I had seen him in person in months Remember months. when we didn't see Frankie for like two years? And we're like, is this guy still I, alive? I, I know. I, I, I didn't even see him. Everybody wants what you want, Brett. I want what you want desperately, but I'm not I'm not going to sit here and, you know, wring my hands over it. It is, I mean, if he can play, he's going to play. If he can't, then he won't. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what else we can do. It was you, not reconstructive surgery, you know what but I found clearly out, it's bothered him. Here's what I found out about you today. You project too much. You worry about the future too much. You, like, go two, three weeks down the line. Just let it happen, man. Free yourself. Who are you? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Who You're are so you? You're so worried about what's happening in late April and May. Just chill, dude. We've got a game coming up tonight. Let's watch it. Who's this guy that's... Posing as Vic on this show? As I was being screamed at because I told you all of last week, I don't fear a Lakers team that was sitting outside of a, of a play-in spot. Mm-hmm. And you acted as if I was nuts. You said, I don't know anything. Now you're telling me, for the team that was outside the playoffs, you're telling me, don't worry about this stuff, man. Just let it happen. Do tense. You got to lighten up. Yeah. This is who you are? Yeah, I got a massage on the beach. Yeah, more than that. That's what it seems. I mean, I don't know what happened. You saw God. I mean, I, did you play with a dolphin? Did you go play with dolphins and change your I, life? I, I, don't t- I don't jump in that water, that filth water. Dolphins live in it. Fish are pooping everywhere. I don't jump in that stuff. Brett, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know... Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I don't you know what? Know. Forgive me for having a little bit of forethought that this team is going to make he's the postseason. The, he's on the Aaron Rodgers juice, is what he's no, on. I'm just, you're, you're on the juice. Just say it. I, I just believe that sports is there to entertain us, and we are here to entertain in like, but we have no impact and no effect on the outcome of these games. So why do we make it why, sound? And why do you feel, make it sound like I'm trying to be a witch doctor? You are. You 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 because you're you're trying to project two or three weeks online. The, the Nuggets have to manipulate their playoff schedule. The Avs have I've to do whatever they can. Words. The Avs have to do whatever they can to get Landy healthy. Like like the Avs have a say in that. Like Bednar can do anything about that. He can't do anything. Everything you've just said for the last thirty seconds, I've never said today. Nothing. I've never said manipulate anything. Never Mo, did, did you that. get the feeling that he's doing exactly that? I did. Yeah. See. Now you're it's ch- not just me. Hey, I'm just an independent observer. He here. is. He's independent. He's, he's on the frog juice, and you're you're a little tense. So manipulate. You've so taken I, on my role. So I've said I I need the Nuggets to somehow manipulate the standings in games that they have no power over. I've said that today, and then I've said that the Avs 
must force Landis Gog into playing this postseason? No, but when you yeah, but you sounded saying, you know what you rather would, than saying I have a preference, you tried to you tried to work around. You it. tried to pin that on you Jared did. Bednar you that did. Landis Gog's not <laughs> <What>? playing. <laughs> Marty, help me. Turn your microphone on. I was and, going to, but that's just the sharks are circling, and I don't want to jump in the water. Just they aren't honest. even sharks. They're they're rubber duckies. They they get <laughs> they rubber get... duck. <laughs> Moj is volatile. All right. Well, I swear to God, when Vic has like one more sleep here in Denver and the altitude maybe kicks back in or something, maybe I'll get normal Vic again because I don't know who this person game, is. Four one five two. Vic uh, Vic is scared of fish water. I'm not scared of fish water. That's their home. That's where they live. Do I see fish running around the atmosphere here? Oh, Vic, they stay in their home. You you can't project what happens in the water. I mean, you just got to live, man. You just got to let it come to you. Yeah, man. Be at one with the, your Stop universe, trying to manipulate man. the fish, Vic. I mean, you have no yeah, control man. over the fish. Live in harmony with God's you totally creatures, are, so man. man. When, you're, when you go to the beach and you put your, you're like knee deep in the water. And you feel something. Oh God! Well, I hate that. I do. I, I, I you, you know what I'm saying. I go in the water constantly. Yeah. I like to ride the and, waves. And you in. feel you feel like a little tap, or and it's just like just one of those little meek little fish. You know what? I still have a problem with. Uh-uh. And if I'm, I get I'm that little seaweed that comes underneath the sand, I don't like that. Oh no, either. no. Oh, yeah. like crab, step, how about you step, crabs? You step on a hermit crab, dude. Like you've ever stepped on a hermit no, crab, no. it freaks me out. Yeah, there's just too much of that it's stuff. Crabs. We're that's their world. That's their world. I don't want to invade their world. That's their world. You can have it. You have it. Let me let me give you a Freddy Cat thing that I still have. Like when I'm in a swimming pool at night with all the lights off. Why? I still wonder if like a shark's <laughs> gonna bite me. I don't know. <laughs> Why? What? what do you mean? Why am I? Why in the are pool? you in a swimming pool at night with the lights off? I don't know. When when, when I was a kid, we had a pool, and I just sometimes You're go swimming rich, at huh? night. No, I mean, we had a pool. Rich. Did you have a pool growing up? Nope. I didn't. I didn't. Never had a pool. So the point is, it still freaked me out, man. Like maybe a, a, you know, a shark in there going to bite me. Yeah, we'll just bail here. Uh, 303-504-0925. Shot Mazda text line. I mean, anybody anybody else have that irrational fear of like. That a shark's going to bite you in a pool? Well, no. If you're in a swimming pool and it's dark out, I've seen too many movies where things get in a pool and bite what people. What movie or... has that? Sharknado. Does <laughs> <laughs> your, your hot right. dog movie have that? Fine. Uh, all right. 303-504-0925. Back after this. Oh, that was over the air. I got you. Um, Vic, you said you had a story from last night yeah. about the Queen. It's good to be back together, by the it way. It is good it's, to I'm be. I'm glad I, to see you guys. It's I, great to be I here. I really enjoy um, the friendship and the kinship we have. Soft. Actually, I hate you. Uh, last night was fun. We met so many great people that listen to the show, watch the show. So thank you for showing up to the Mile High Gala, Dreams Gala. Uh, with all the uh, players there in attendance as well. But uh, I had something come up last night that made me just shake my head. We had to leave. So my wife is sitting there talking to two ladies, and you know I'm running around visiting with people. And I noticed she's in the corner. She, I mean, intense talking for like 20 minutes. Intense. She comes back, run away out. 
And then I turn around and I go, oh, I know who those ladies are. I, I was talking to them earlier. She goes, yeah, I had such a great conversation with these two ladies. We're talking about our kids in college. And I was telling them how much I hate my, my, my husband's job because it takes so much time away from the family. And I hate sports so much. <laughs> I go, Terry, you were talking to the wife of the Nuggets head coach and the assistant coach's wife. Oh, yeah. Um, Mike Malone's wife? Yes. I'm sure she would have no idea or reference to husband not being home for stretches of time. Just ripping on sports and how nerdy she's like, yeah, all these sports nerds and everybody's on his hate sports. Yeah, well, their husbands are in it too. Did she not know who she was talking no, to? No, no idea. <laughs> huh. That's the charming aspect. No clue. Just somebody walks over like, by the way, I got something to download on you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I freaking hate this basketball team. And I doubt it. One thing about women when they start talking, they'll say anything about anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, Am I right, ladies? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, ladies? Ladies, you get ladies? ladies. Can I get a hell yeah? Hey, ladies, am I right? Uh, can I bring something up, by the way? And this is, I mean, it it's nothing. I just think it's funny. So out of all these NFL things that they're changing uh, year over year, one of them now is they're allowing the number zero, which fine, whatever. But there's something that's funny anytime that they drop one of these new sort of number change things, because this happened the first time a couple years ago. So... Vic, you pointed out one thing that I don't like, that kickers and punters can now wear 0 to 49. That's stupid. I don't need a number 47 as a kicker. It's going to look too weird to me. Stupid. Don't like it. Here's what I love, though. Well, they're doing that because position players are taking all the single digits. Well, quarterbacks. good point. I never thought of it that way. You're right. Quarterbacks can be 0 to 19. Running backs can be uh, running backs, tight ends, fullbacks, Wide receivers, they can all be 0 to 49 or 80 to 89. Do you know why this uniform code was in, why they created that, why certain positions? It's easier to identify for the defense. It's easier to identify for the quarterback, too, and for anybody on a team. Like, okay, there's the linebacker, there's the mic, there's there's the safety, there's the corner. Who's the last guy? See if you know your history of the National Football League. Mm -hmm. Vic would get this. Maybe he won't. Who's the last guy to wear any form of the zero? And he wore double zero. I know zero. this. He wore double zero in the National we, Football We've talked about him on this show. For years. No idea. Martin. We've talked about him on the show. Who do we talk about on the show? Big John 50. Elway. <laughs> Big 50. Nailed it. Next question. It was Jim Otto of the then Oakland Raiders, the center. We've talked about him on the show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've talked about Jim Otto. When? To the Hall of Fame. When? Maybe when you weren't here. Marty, you've been here quite a bit. You remember Jim Otto conversations happening? Never heard that name. You literally could be making this up right now, and I would have yeah, no you guys, idea. Well, I'm a- literally not making it up. Mm-hmm. You can Google it, but that's it's an absolute fact. Okay. Well, so anyway, so we're going to see the number zero coming out this year on somebody, right? Here's, here's the funny part, though, to me. Oh, wait, a quarterback can wear zero? He can. That would be crazy. Oh, that'd be weird. I've always found it fascinating how we as sports fans and we as whoever played sports, if you've played growing up, 
the relationship between a person and that person's number, jersey. It's number. really weird. It's a it's a it's a mystical relationship. It's almost like it's beyond the sport. It's like I have to have that, or I won't operate correctly. I, I, I when Kobe changed numbers, everybody freaked out. When LeBron, when he went to Miami, went from twenty three to six or whatever it was, mm-hmm. that freaked people out. There's something about numbers. When Michael Jordan wore a different number. You know what? Seeing Von about? Miller, when Von Miller left, seeing him in a different number freaked me out. I didn't like it. When we talk about who is going to get the number 15 retired for the Nuggets, it's a big thing. It's a big topic for people. There's only one choice. I get that now. I get that. But it was a big topic. Mm-hmm. Here's what I find funny about all these number changes. Two years ago, they did it. Now they're adding zero to the mix, and they're letting kickers and punters wear whatever number they want, essentially. You know what they tell to go to hell? Offensive linemen. They're like, <laughs> you guys are big, fat people who get the big, fat numbers, and that's it. It's final. The only people who cannot change their numbers over the last two years are essentially offensive linemen, and they're like, nobody cares what your number is. Grab 62 and move on. What was your number growing up? I had a few. My favorite one was four. I liked four. Yeah, I, in football, it was always 22. Always 22 for me. Couldn't fit just one, two. You had to have two of them on there. <laughs> that, that doesn't even that make sense. That actually doesn't make sense. It was, no, wait, it was, no. It was funny. It was how quick it was. It was funny, but that does not make sense. No. But in, in all of the sports, it was either one, three, or 17. That's it. I pick one, dude. That's ridiculous. What, you that's wanna, like, had to be that's like having three brackets. I wore four like every year. Until I got to high school, and this was different. I don't know if your high school is the same way. And it, baseball, it's easier. First of all, like the number five numbers. is a Lombardi heirloom. Oh, you know who else wore double zero? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah, it's, it's an honor. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ken Burrow. Ken Burrow, yeah, he mm-hmm. also wore, for the uh, Houston Oilers, wore double zero. Wide out. He was a wide out. Thanks, Chad. When I get to high school, my the numbers for a baseball team were done by size. So if you're number one, it's the tiniest jersey that they had. Right. So I had to go all the way to 19 because I was one of the bigger guys on the team. Mm-hmm. Vic could have worn a zero. That's why I was, I was, I was always <laughs> handed single digits. But was yours the same way, I guess, is my question. Yes, the okay. smaller numbers were the smaller sizes. Yes. You know what? I blame the, the manufacturers. So that's why it's a family heirloom number five. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, everybody line up according to size. So it was genetics. Oh, genetics wow. made the number five your family number. We don't have one through four at this school, so you're number five, Lombardi. That's funny. That's Although great. my very first football photo when I played for the Rough Riders, I was five years old. Number 20. Look how jacked up that number looks. How did you have that picture so readily available? No kidding. You looked that up quick. How many photos do you have on that damn thing? What do you want to see? And how many of them are just you? Like, Vic's like, do you want to see a newscast I did in 1982? And he just pulls it up immediately. Now he's showing his home movies. There's there's your sister. Yeah, that's great. Thanks. Appreciate that. Oh, you guys playing some backyard <laughs> football, yeah. are you, Vic? Real <laughs> tough guys. It's like you're watching the old Mannings throwing the, throwing the old pig around the backyard. Texture says, man. I do know that Ed Sprinkle wore double zero. I do know that. <laughs> there's one thing I do know. Mm. 
So tonight, huge hockey game, obviously. Nuggets are back at it tomorrow and Friday. I mean, this is, here we are. I mean, Brett, you just talked about it, hoping the guys get healthy. I do, too. I mean, we don't have a timetable yet for Josh Manson, Lekin and Fransos. Hopefully, it's going to be soon. I'm led to believe we're talking, you know, postseason, they'll be ready to go. Have you seen Fransos? Have you? I saw him last night. Oh, yeah, was he there last night? Okay, so he was, was moving lovely, around. He lovely was... wife last night, yeah. Okay. Yep, right. doing great. Um, great people, by the way. Uh, moving around, doing good. In fact, coach told us yesterday in the show, you couldn't be bothered to be here, that he's actually been taking shots in practice. He's been doing stuff on his own, too. Mm-hmm. So that that's a very good. positive sign. The only guy we really don't know about is Gabe, and you're hoping for the best, and hopefully it starts ramping up here some more as we go on. But this is the final stretch push, man. And this is a – listen, whether you – it may not matter to you, the game tonight, if the Avs lost, four it matters. To two no, no, no. This Listen, matters. I know, if, they, if they lost four to two, would I be heartbroken? No, I mean, I wouldn't be freaking out. I mean, I want them to beat Minnesota. Everybody wants them to be in Minnesota. And Kevin mm-hmm. even told us everybody in Minnesota wants to beat the Avalanche is your, desperately. Is your hatred of Minnesota. See, I think when you win a cup, that bitter hatred, because they eliminated the Avs in seven games years ago, and, yeah. and it started twice. a They've rivalry. Done it twice. I know, but it's that. that They've done it twice. Patrick Waugh's last game was against the Wild. Okay, so is that hatred as, is it as fueled as it was back then? Well, yeah. Okay, so, all right. Who's the Avs' number one rival right now? You can say the Wings, but it's not. They're in the East. No, they the Wings, no, that, that rivalry's gone. That's long gone. Is Vegas more than the than the Minnesota Wild? As of recently? Maybe. As an Avs fan, who do you want to beat the most? Okay, fine, Minnesota. See, but everybody has a different take on that. No, they don't. Okay, uh, you can ask people online. I mean, and you it, can, yes, they yeah, do. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. Well, I mean, if they do, they're wrong. Okay, Moshe, who's the Broncos' rival? Because for years, you would have said it's the Raiders. Is it the Raiders? It's not the Chiefs. They can't beat the Chiefs. you got to be able to beat that team to have it a rivalry. It's not the Chiefs. Oh, I don't. The Chiefs own the, them. The rivalry thing, hang on. Brett, it's 15 this does not. No, no, no. Hang on, hang on, hang on. A rivalry does not need to be two-sided. Even if my team loses a million times out of a million games to a mm-hmm. team, I can hate them as much as I want to. Okay. They can be my rival. Not a two-way street rival. Is what you're saying? It doesn't have to be. Okay, I see that. Well, that the Lakers. Like, who do you hate the most the, in the NFL right now? The, the Lakers Chiefs. would consider the Nuggets like uh, we're not toying with you. But the Nuggets' biggest rival is the Lakers. Yeah, a lot of people are saying the Blues. Nah, uh-uh. and Bennington's nope. going to help that. Well, yeah, no, but it's it, it, it's Minnesota's beaten you, man. They've beaten you twice in the postseason. Vegas beat you one time. No, man, it's Minnesota. That's where it's at. So you got that going for you. Plus, didn't the Avs win in mini last time they played? Yeah. Yeah, pretty handily. Plus, this is for number. If, if you win tonight, you're a point ahead of the wild with yeah. a game in hand. This is big, dude. It's big. Oh, it is big. And, Nobody's and, denying and, and that. And you may not. You, well, hold on a sec. You may go, uh, eh, you know, it's, I, I'm not manipulating anything. Lick your frog, No, but whatever. it's not a must win. It's not, it doesn't no, have it's, that. It's, no, of course it's not See, a must maybe, win. Maybe I should clarify my comments earlier. I Please. agree it's a big game, and it should be a big game. But if the Avs were to lose tonight, I wouldn't suddenly go fetal position and say, oh, my God. No, of course not. That's but- how I feel, and that's why I don't think that this is like – the end-all, be-all regular season game is that if the Avs lose, yeah. I'd be disappointed. Now, but I'm not, not, but let let the me players, change. For let the me, players, though, I'm telling you, Vic, yeah. for this Avalanche team tonight, this is a very important game. Okay, let me let me counter that. Had the Nuggets lost back-to-back to Milwaukee and Philly, 
you'd feel that way, wouldn't you? Sure. See what I'm saying? Yeah. It's almost like they still had something to prove, correct? Yes. See, in my mind, the Avs don't have as much to prove. They are a... They're in the... They're a proven commodity. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I dig. They're but, made but, men. But to them, it's still an important deal, okay. man. Hey, they may be made guys, but at the same time, I mean, that, that family meeting, is you, you got to be there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm. Ugh, this is a big game. And so treat it like a big game. Don't treat it like an afterthought. What uh, they have... What is it, Moshe? Is it eight games left on the year? What Nine. do you mean, Moshe, get off my lawn, Adam? What are you talking about? It's a big game. Nine games left on the year for the Avs. Mm-hmm. Correct. What would make you feel good? What's the record in the last nine that you'd be like, all right, we're okay with this? If they went if they went 6-3-0, I'd be totally great with that. Me too. Totally great That's with about that. the number. Yeah, 6-3-0. and That's another 12 points for you. I'd feel, I'd feel pretty damn good about that. Because you really have what? You got a tough game, a uh, tough next two. Mm-hmm. Then you go on a road trip the, where you play the, San Jose get the 96 twice. Points, or excuse me, you get to 106 points. So you, you break the 100-point barrier in any year, it's it's a pretty damn good year. But you get to 106. Hell, I mean, when you look at the way the schedule is shaping up, though, I, I don't – I mean, when you look at the last two games of the regular season, they may mean something. You got those two games against It's not Sharks. out of the question that they can win the West still, especially with Vegas oh, abso- losing last night. Absolutely. Um, but But you've got those two games at the end – who would have thunk that uh, the Winnipeg and the Nashville rainout makeup are, are going to? Nashville also has games at hand, and they won last night in Boston, believe it or not. But you finish up the season, so here's what you do: you've got Minnesota tonight, then Dallas at home Saturday. Big games. Time is a Dallas game. Uh, seven, seven o'clock. Then you got two at San Jose, and they're no good, and we know that. Then you got the Kings and the Ducks back to back. I'm not worried about Anaheim, obviously. They're they're. They're completely out of it, mm-hmm. but the Kings are a damn fine club. But then you're home against Edmonton, and then you've got those two, Winnipeg and Nashville. And those teams, they, they very well may be playing for something. All right, I'll make, I, I'm going to give you a choice, and this sounds dumb. This is dumb radio. I am now embarking on dumb radio. This is, this is the kind of radio I hate more than anything. As opposed to what he's been talking for the last two and a half hours. If I give you a choice, and this is the point I'm going to make. If I gave you... Landy's health for the playoffs, but the the Avs do not win the division, nor do they win the conference. But he's healthy. I give you that option, or option B, they win the division and the conference, and he's not available. Landy. Okay, I would take Landy all day and all okay. night. That's all. That I'm... being said, that being said, Brett, I go back to that famous line, one of my favorite all time mm-hmm. movie lines. Uh oh, from League of Their Own. Suds bucket. <sighs> when the kid drives Dolly say, to the suds say, bucket. Say suds bucket one more time. When the kid drives Dolly to the suds bucket. Mm-hmm. And he says, hold on a second, doll face. What you say we jump in the back seat and you make a man out of me? And she says, what you say I slap you around for a while? And then the kid says, what does he say? Can't we do both? <laughs> Thank you, Marty. About uh, this team in particular in the NBA, the Brooklyn Nets, who thought they were golden, right? Yeah. They had Kevin Durant, they had Kyrie Irving, they had James Harden, all of them gone now. Did you know that Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, and Spencer Dinwiddie have already played more minutes together than KD, Harden, and Kyrie did their entire time in Brooklyn? That's ridiculous. 
That that is unfathomable. I don't get it. They were there for years. What about Simmons? Oh, he hasn't played in two I years. I know. There's that's no what's amazing. He was involved in a major trade. Guess who just got shut down for the year again? For the year? I Sim- mean, Simmons. Two games left. Yeah. Simmons yeah. is done. Yeah. You know, are you worried about um, somebody brought this up? The Nuggets tomorrow play New Orleans. Zion is still a couple weeks away. Would you rather play the Lakers first round? Or Zion and New Orleans first round, if he were to come back. Zion and the Lakers. Or Zion and the Pelicans. Really? That's yeah. a tough one. That's a I toss still don't, up for I you. still don't want, uh, I don't want anything to do with the Lakers. Still. Yeah, nope. I'd rather have LA. I'm just going to take a pass on them. Yeah, it's interesting to me, too. LA's not even playing Rui Hachimura. By the way, what is Ben Simmons, that postseason, ruined his life. That playoffs, it it it, abs- it absolutely ruined his life. Now, I mean, he's got all the bread and he's still famous and all that, but I mean, he, he can't play the game anymore. I, I I can't believe what I'm seeing. I can't believe what I just read. Which is? I'm about to retweet it right now. Do you know the top five NIL earners? And and that one thing about NIL, as much as it's public now, there's a shroud of secrecy around it. People are unaware how much guys make, mm-hmm. right? Is that by design? Like, how come there aren't lists in, in, in pro football, pro sports in general? Everybody knows what they make. Maybe you don't want to put a number for pressure on an 18-year-old kid. Maybe that's a part of it. I well, don't know. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. This is what everybody wanted, though. The number one is the, the gymnast, right? The LSU gymnast. No, no. I'm talking about the football players. Oh, Okay. Who are the who's the top earner right now? NIL earner. Arch Manning. Guys. Arch, Arch Manning. Yeah, Arch is Arch Manning is number one, making three point seven five million. Number two, Caleb Williams, quarterback, USC. Sure. Number three, top earner, NIL. Travis Hunter. See you. Really? Wow. Number four, Shadur Sanders. See you. Wow. Two of the top four. Our CU buffs. Well, Vic, you missed that it. That astounds me. You missed it last week. Again, why? You, you, so these numbers, that's the first time I've seen this. Have you guys ever seen these numbers? No, never. It's no. first time I've ever seen these. So NIL is legal. It's perfectly legal now. It's above board. Everybody's cool with it. Why aren't these posted? Why aren't they out there like player salaries are? What's really the reason I behind really it? I really don't know. It I might, really don't help know. Me understand. Can somebody answer that question for me? Somebody who is smarter than both of these two? That sounds insulting. I'm just trying to open it up to other people. Vic, you missed it last week. Brett and I are sitting here. And right here, the the, the front page of the Four Letters website, right here, look at me, look here, right there, Mm -hmm. was a gigantic article on Coach Prime and the CU Buffs. Never, I've never, ever seen that before. Their game, their spring game, is the only spring game that will be aired on ESPN. The big one, number one network. Great. I mean, but it's, it's what's happening. That doesn't answer my question. Is phenomenal. I, I don't know why they're not listed. Okay, so they, NIL is legal you, now. But this is all part of it. And everybody told. part you know, of that. Everybody says that NIL is a good thing. 
And I don't disagree. It is a good thing. But in my opinion, it's no different than what it was before. Money's being exchanged. Before, it was under the table. Now it's all above board, right? It's public knowledge, right? Yeah. It's okay, right? Well, how come... Why don't we know what everybody's making then? I mean, is it just too hard to keep up with 90 guys on a football team while getting NIL money? Keep up with every single professional athlete in the world and what they make. You name a professional athlete, I can hit a button and it'll tell me what they make. Yeah, but there's a lot less of those on a particular team. Here's the question. Why do we need to know? I'm glad you asked that question. I can ask that question about pro sports, too. Why do we need to know? Why do you need to know how much a coach makes? Why do you need to know how much a player makes? You tell me. Why do you need to know those as opposed to these? Uh, because they're seen as professionals, and they're still the well, what shroud. What the hell is this? I, Vic, I'm not disagreeing with you. All I'm saying is maybe they're trying to still keep that shroud of amateurism there. I have no idea. This, I don't know. This, I, I don't have an answer for you. Arch Benny's making three point five million. An How is he an amateur? I don't know. I don't know. He's not. I'm not disagreeing. I don't have an answer. You're you're asking a That's question. That's why I'm asking an smarter people than you guys. Do you have an answer? No, I'm not smart enough. Clearly, I'm asking the question. What? Why isn't this public knowledge then? If nil is legal, and we're all in to win, why is this still held behind this shroud of secrecy? Like, uh, I don't know if we want people to know. Like, did you know Shador Sanders was $1.5 million a year? No, no idea. Clue. Did you know that Travis Hunter was $1.7 million? You had no, no idea. idea. You know now, right? I know now. Thank you. You know, there's something. Um... Okay, this guy says, I don't care what they make. Vic has lost his mind. All right, that's fine. You can say that. Then why do you care what a, a max player in the NBA makes? Why is it always a story then? Why do you care what... What Landeskog's contracts? Hold of on. course you care. Somebody was just somebody just alerted me to this. So Tate Frazier, um, Tate Frazier, who is with the Ringer, okay. He was watching, I guess, Bronny James, uh, LeBron's kid, had some game going on the other day, and he said, uh, "Would be cool if Bronny James announced his commitment to USC tonight at the McDonald's." All-American game. Somebody responds, you mean Oregon would be cool if he committed to Oregon tonight? Just being funny. He says, unfortunately, according to my sources, it's down to two schools. USC and Colorado. LeBron's kid. Ronnie James. Mm. And coincidentally, Tad Boyle is coaching the men's under-19 team. Hey, wait, are summer. you telling me that Bronny James is considering Colorado to come play college basketball? Tate Frazier of the Ringer was replying to somebody last night at 7.01 p.m. Said, you mean Oregon would be cool if he committed to Oregon? According to my sources, it's down to two schools, USC mm-hmm. and Colorado. Hold on a second. If that were to happen, mm-hmm. that's another Deion Sanders thing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's oh, yeah. purely Deion. A hundred percent. It would turn in. It would turn again. CU football has never been this, even in the height of CU football. Even those of us who are around for the national championship season, when this team was producing NFL player after NFL player, even then, 
even then with victories, they didn't get as much play as they're getting now nationally. Nope. And I'm being dead serious. In the, in the article, I'll tell you, you probably didn't read it because you're playing with Dolphins. But in the article, they interviewed Darian, Darian Hagan. <clears throat> Do you know who he compared Coach Prime to? To Coach, his previous coach. The guy who called Coach Mack. Yeah. I mean, that's that's some pretty... That's some pretty dang high praise. I mean, that's it's very interesting what is happening. Why would well, listen? Let me ask you this. I love Ted Boyle. Why would Bronny James be down to two yeah. schools, including Colorado? I, I want to repeat this again. LeBron's kid, who is widely seen as a going to be a top ten mm-hmm. overall draft pick, according to Tate Frazier of the Ringer, is saying his according to his sources. His commitment is down to two schools, USC and CU. How mm-hmm. much How much would Coach Prime and the elevation he's had for the university overall as a whole, sporting-wise? It's going to help the entire university and the entire athletic program, yeah. I think it's going to help everything. Yeah, Ski I agree team, uh-huh. badminton, 100%. everything they do up I agree. there. What the hell is going on here? Dude, uh-huh. exactly. It was, the, you know what? It, it could end up being the biggest coup in, in CU sports history. and. It, College sports history. I mean, this is we'll incredible. See. We'll see. Um, from the text line, I only care what pros make because there's a salary cap in those leagues, so it matters to who has team left room left to sign. Well, there's no salary cap in baseball, you seem to care. We talked ad nauseum about Nolan Arenado's deal, and there's no salary cap there. So I, I'm just – it's not that big a deal. I'm just wondering why we haven't caught on to it in college yet, if it's just too hard to ascertain. Um, one last thing here before we get to fact checker. The last thing I kind of noticed yesterday, and we all love the show Hard Knocks. We watch every year, no matter who the team is. I, I love the show. It's the only show that my wife watches with me. She loves the show. Do you guys see that they aren't having the other cut days now? You know, you get to like 90 to 85. Then a week later, it's 85 to like right. 75 or something like that. They're going from the final day of preseason 90 players on the roster to 53. That's over 1,100 guys are going to be yeah, cut gonna be the a- last day of training camp or or the last week of training camp where I don't – they don't have to keep 90 players on the roster at all times, but was it ever done this way? Have they always just kind of like gradually pared the roster down or was there a time – It started last year. I think it started last year where they just cut – I mean, it's just done. It's weird. I don't like it. I like guys to filter well, it out. Just, it just leads to mass chaos. Correct. Uh, there's that week of just, whoa, 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 whoa. And then everybody's gobbling up everybody's exactly. guys who have yeah. been released and all kinds of well, stuff. Well, I think you retweeted the story, Vic, from mm-hmm. Jacob Tammy told. Yeah. And he said. That was an amazing story. A dude who is the, they called the Grim Reaper because yeah. he called you up to get caught. Mm-hmm. Every team has one. Looked for a guy and pointed at the wrong dude saying his name, yeah. which is Unbelievable, and the dude was just shivering there. Figured it was it was done, but he says, "I'm not Nick. And- I'm not the guy that you said. Go off a a photo roster or something. Mm-hmm. Do not say that to me." Got ninety to fifty three for all thirty two teams. Good lord, could you imagine being the the talent evaluator on a team if you were a scout? Okay, let's hit the waiver wire. Look at eleven hundred players well, in twenty four hours and tr- tell me what you think. Truth be told. They already have 20 cuts in mind before training camp right. even starts. 20, 30 of those players are just Spotties. training camp fodder. Yeah. Uh, got a couple of minutes left here. How about a fact checker, Marty? 
Marty monitors the mistakes in today's Fact Checker. Fact Checker. Presented by Rock Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Your local home comfort specialists. Rockheating.com. Rock, bringing comfort home and simplifying your life. All right, always a favorite when Vic tries to look something up on the internet. This is him trying to look up uh, Major League Baseball deferred salaries and uh, coming up a little short. Give me a team. Give me a Mets. Give me a, give me a top-notch team. Let me see who's got Blue the Jays. Blue Jays. Okay, Toronto Blue Jays. Hey, I, watch this. I guarantee that. All right, here's their payroll. All right, deferred salaries. Let's see. And Toronto doesn't have any. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give me another team. Watch this. Give me another team. Go ahead, name it. Uh, Chicago. Cubs. Mm. And the Cubs are not paying anybody. <laughs> Turns out they are. The hey, watch what? this made it, though, right? It's watch this. Oh, watch You're going to be so mind good. blown. So good. All right, guys. The Avs with a huge game tonight against Minnesota. Chance to take first place in the Central Division. You can hear it right here. Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. And you have Puck an extra tra- seat? Boj? What's that? You have an extra seat? I do not. Sorry. What a jerk. I always offer him places to sit. I don't, need, I don't need your help. I can get my own stuff. Oh, yeah? When's the last time you've paid for a CU ticket? Last year. Mm, you sure about that? Mm-hmm. I might just show up and sit in your seat because you won't be sitting in your seat anyway. You'll be gallivanting around talking to people the entire night. That is true. iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud.